0: Welcome to The Curriculum, a podcast by Cornerstones Education. Here we discuss all things curriculum, plus leadership issues, teaching tips and much, much more. Hello and welcome to another edition of The Curriculum, a podcast by Cornerstones Education. Today, our podcast will feature a new extract from a recent interview with Sean Harford Ofsted's National Director of Education and the Cornerstone's Director, Simon Hickton. They discuss the latest thinking on assessment and Sean offers guidance to schools about what to consider when they approach testing and assessment.
1: Obviously you do quite a lot on uh, assessment and uh, you're quite active on uh, Twitter etc and commenting on assessment at primary level. Uh, In your recent assessment blog uh, you reiterated the importance of meaningful assessment. So what, in your opinion, is a meaningful assessment? Um,
2: what I meant by that really was uh, assessment that is helping the school to reflect on what they've done, whether that's a lesson level or a class level every week or whatever across school to make sure that that information they're using is then used and is useful or rather is useful and is used actually that way around so that once um once you've decided how you're going to assess um something that you gather information that enables you to do something about it so if you find that there's a uh you know a gap in learning then you can then do something about it um if you find that children haven't understood anything or some things, then you can reteach that or think about how you might teach it in a different way to get them to that point of understanding. So that is useful. What is not useful is uh, necessarily as whole spreadsheets full of data that is effectively made up um, that has multicolors on it that doesn't ha- that don't really mean anything, and that then is is based you know in a in a previous world, um, and so we we do see and I speak to a lot of people um, um, who aren't within Ofsted but from other uh, organisations or um, you know people who go into schools a lot schools that are thinking they're doing it doing assessment in a way to produce that kind of information data that that they think other people are going to want to see and if you say to them why are you producing that they'll say oh because the local authority wants it or the trust wants it or the inspectors will want it the point being is it helping you to teach better is it helping the children to learn better and to make progress and if not why are you doing it And if you can't answer those questions to say, oh, we do it because of this, that, and the other, then it's probably
1: not meaningful. Excellent, I agree with that totally. And especially, so in other words, it's saying there's no real such thing as summative assessment should all be formative assessment. So everything should lead into how we can support the children to get better at what they're doing. Uh, well, I mean, I agree with
2: most of that. I, I think there is such a thing as summative assessment. I think it has its place and it's useful, um, uh, so long as um, you, c- uh, you you know it, it's it's validly um, used. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, um, te- a test. People sometimes immediately think that a test is going to be summative. The reality is, it can be very formative. Um, so, um, I mean, you know, I'm not like Daisy Christie's number one fan or anything, but she also speaks about using multiple choice tests, and they're and they're quite unpopular with lots of teachers, as our textbooks seem to be unpopular with quite a lot of teachers. The thing is, though, that a multiple choice test that identifies. Areas in 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 something you've taught children over the last two three weeks or what have you that then enables you to focus your teaching on in the next week to to, to plug that um, gap in learning is a formative use of a test. So people need to see beyond um, the 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 idea of you know test bad um, other forms good um, and uh, because you can use these informative ways. Um, so I think we need to just be careful about how we think about these things.
1: Can you talk with that and uh, also coming back to what Amanda Spielman talked about the noun of the curriculum and the fact that uh, especially at key stage end of key stage two uh, that tests have been a factor. What part do you think uh, tests should play in primary education? Well, I mean, I, I probably gave away in my previous answer really
2: that I think actually testing is it, it can be can be really useful. Um, i think part of the problem with um, the tests um, as they stand and this is a problem with all tests is you can only assess a part of the domain with the, with a test it can never look across the whole domain and the issue of course for the curriculum in, in 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 primaries the whole domain are all of the subjects or however you want to group all the knowledge and understanding and skills that you have um, and and so therefore you know you're never going to design a test that is going to be able to test all that. There's going to assess all those things. So therefore, it's got to be. There's got to be some other way uh, uh, of, of looking at those other things. Um, I, I, I I think that you, you know you you could. I mean, I'm probably going to get in trouble. Here, but um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I've said before on platforms that you know one of the ways you might you might broaden the curriculum um, is to is to test across the whole curriculum. Now that would be deeply unpopular no one would ever do it but my point being that if you if you if you get into a situation where only what is tested is valued and you only focus in on those things that are tested um then actually broadening that test base might be an answer to it um so, so you so these things uh, but we, we I, i'm not saying that's what we should do but the the, unin, the unintended consequences are, are, are large but you know I think we need to make sure people look across the curriculum to, to understand that t- learning deeply in other subjects like history, like geography, like RS, uh, like drama, like, these subjects help with the others. So therefore, you know, reading of itself is not a narrow part of the curriculum. It depends what you read. If you only ever read Certain things for the test, gobbets of text. You know, yes, that's narrow. If you read across all the subjects for the curriculum, and you read fiction, non-fiction, then you're gonna. That that's when reading starts to get sticky, and you start to be getting. You start getting better at it.
1: Sure, I think that's so right, and especially when you look at uh, when we move the levels, and uh, I think that should have empowered teacher assessment <laughs> to assess children across the entire curriculum and the actual individual child rather than relying on a test to give a, oh, this is where the child is at. Mm. And I think that's something that as a profession we cannot miss. Uh, and worryingly, I feel there's a shift towards standardized scores being used throughout primary schools. Do you think what I've just said and, uh, and the use of standardized scores could impact the, uh, the efforts to broaden the curriculum?
2: Um, well, it depends on what you're using those standardised scores for. It also depends on how accurately the standardisation is. You know, s- standardisation is good if you want to find out where um, children sit in the, broad, in, in the full sweep of children. Um, you know, if you want to know their attainment at a certain point compared with a lot of other children, there's no other way of doing it without a, than, than without a standardised test. Um But that doesn't mean you should use it all the time throughout the curriculum um, and make that your end goal. Um, You know, testing is not an end goal. It's something you should use to be able to identify where things are, where there are gaps in in knowledge and learning. So um, it could lead to it, um, the problems you've said. There's no need for it to do that. But equally, there's no need for um, uh, primaries to go overboard on standardised testing throughout the whole of their curriculum, throughout the whole of the, the, the time of a child at a primary school. We, we need to get back to understanding that what, what, what we're trying to do here, we're trying to teach children, we're trying to get children to learn things that we as a society think are important. So we can set those things out, the things we want to teach them, the things we want them to learn. And then we just need to make sure that we are uh, a- assessing where those gaps are so that we can, we can, fill, we can plug them. Now, s- some children won't get there, obviously, and others, and others will do it deeply, and, uh, but, and we need to recognise that. But, but I think we do need to kind of raise our aspirations that um, lots more children could learn lots more things if you get the curriculum right.
0: So that's it for this podcast. We'd like to thank Sean Harford for giving up his time. Thank you very much for tuning in and we do hope you found that podcast useful. And don't forget to subscribe to the curriculum so you don't miss a single podcast. And until next time, goodbye.